We are here to make you money. How do you say that? How do you know that? Five simple words, Mr. Michael. Back up the Brinks truck. Who you betting on? Always on black, fast stats in the pocket, whole squad, fast cash. Send the bookie, tell him bring it from the bag. Know we coming for the bag. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the few in attendance and the thousands listening around the world, let's get ready to gamble. My name is Tony Cavallo. As always, I'm joined by Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crookson, and we are the West Coast Gamblers. And boys, today it's all about the tournament. March Madness is upon us. We have the first four on Thursday. We have the opening round Friday and Saturday, and we're going to be giving you bets for each region of the bracket. All the opening round games, we have little nuggets that we're going to give out because we are the show that makes you money. We're going to be starting off with the South and the Midwest. I'm pumped about it. I know these two are pumped about it. But first, before we even get into breaking down the games and telling you who's going to be there and who's going to win you money, at first I want to start off with the first four, Drew, because I know you don't care about these games, but I do because I'm getting antsy. I want to make some money immediately. Thursday night, we have four games to pick from, two 16 matchups and then a few 11 matchups with some major conferences that should be in the tournament. I know I'm excited about it. Dangles is excited about it. Are you excited about it? You ready to give the listeners a pick right at the top? He's excited to see Sparty lose, I'm sure. Well, Tony, listen, don't, if you put words in my mouth again, you're going to get a fist in your mouth from Schaefer the Sharp. It's not that I don't care about the first four. Of course I care about the equity that we can give our listeners. I don't care necessarily for the bracket pool challenges. But of course, absolutely, let's get after it. Let's make some money right away tomorrow night. First four, here we come. All right, so what do you got, Drew? First four. Let's start us off. What's your Brinks truck bet? for the first four matchups? Well, I am actually looking to the very first game of the first four. We got Mount St. Mary's playing Texas Southern, and <laughs> I will be watching Don't intently. tell me. Don't I tell me be, you're taking a Mount St. Watching, Mary's game. I, I will be watching intently because, of course, the winner of this plays my beloved Wolverines on Saturday. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I've always had quite an affection for Mr. Joe Lenardi, and he said he likes Mount St. Mary's. I looked it up. This line opened at two and a half. Hmm. That Mount St. Mary's was get, getting two and a half. It came all the way down to pick him. Now, you know me. I'm a sharp. I don't like getting the worst of the number. Yeah. But I saw it at pick, and I like I like not having to deal with a point spread. Let's We're going we're gonna to deal with spreads for three weeks. Yeah. Let's just pick a straight-up winner. Mount St. Mary's, baby. First game out of the gates. I'm taking the Mount at even uh, – sorry, minus 110, PK, the Mount, baby. Beating Texas Southern. Let's go. And I want to say about how many minutes of your life have you spent researching these two teams? Over 25. 25? No chance. Yeah. No Over chance 25, that's 25. Yes. I have. That I might, have. It might be 25 seconds. Dangles. Listen, Mount St. Mary, no, no, Mary's roster is like the Monstars. They got three guys over 6'9", <laughs> their front guard, and they got like a 5'7", little scatterbug point guard. I love it. I love it. Mount St. Mary's, we're taking them down. Dangles, first four. Give me a Brinks truck bet for the Thursday night game. Oh, man. Well, if one bet on a 16 versus 16 potential matchup wasn't good enough for you, how about no two? No way. How about two of them? Yeah, the other, Dangles, game, the yeah, other game, though. Going to the other game, though, we've got Norfolk State against Appalachian State. Um, I love this matchup for Norfolk. Folks, stake like you, Drew. I'm going with a straight winner because we're going to be talking about a lot of spreads on this show. So I went straight money line on this game. I've got Norfolk State winning against Appalachian State plus 135. Plus money is always great. Norfolk State's a deep team. They rotate 11 guys through that uh, lineup. They shoot very well from outside. Appalachian State lost six of seven to end the season before they went on a tear and won the Sun Belt. 
I'm just looking at the money line here because I think depth and consistent shooting prevail against this Mountaineer team that clearly has to get on a streak to win. So Norfolk State beats Appalachian State straight up plus 135. That's your Dangles Brinks truck. Back it up, baby. I could find 11 guys at the neighborhood Y that could beat Norfolk State right now. Right now. Could you? I don't know why you guys are wasting your time on the 16 versus 16 matchups because that is a straight. Why go for the ones that are going to be sweaty? I don't want to bet on a fucking sweat fest, which is exactly what UCLA Michigan State is going to be. I'd rather go for one of these these 16 seed games. Okay, so that leaves us with the completely unpredictable Wichita State versus Drake. It's not unpredictable. It is not unpredictable, Dangles, because I told you this on the Sunday show when we were going through our brackets. If the player for Drake, the best player that they have, the leading scorer on their team, Shaquan Hemphill, came back, Drake was going to win this game, and he is coming back. He's not only coming back for this game, but there's a likelihood that if they win this, they're going to beat USC the next day. I am picking Drake minus one and a half, and not only that, not only that, I am going further. If you go to DraftKings right now, they have player props for these games already. And Shaquan Hemphill, his over-under point total is 12.5. His average is 14. If you don't think this guy is going to get the ball and get all the shots that they need to hit, Drake, and they're going to be running up and down the court, this kid is going to have the chance to get 12.5 points by halftime. I love Drake minus 1.5. Furthermore, I love Hemphill, his player point total over 12.5. And And that's it, folks. You're already making money on the West Coast Gamblers because we're giving out first four picks. But before we dive into the regions, before we dive into the opening round matchups, I said it already. We gave out our brackets on Sunday. We made our picks, our final fours. We made our way-too-early brackets. Before we dive forward... Do you guys want to make any changes, big-time changes? We all had Illinois winning. We all had Winthrop in the Sweet 16. We all had UCSB beating Creighton. I know I heard, I don't know if I heard one pundit pick Creighton to win that game. So I'm a little bit worried that UCSB might be the popular pick. But before we move forward, do you guys have any changes you want to make? Not only did no one that I heard pick Creighton, Dangles, two dogs, your mother, Tony, and my nine-year-old daughter also picked UCSB to move on. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah. I uh, can't wait to see the handle on that. However, I do have a change to make. You know, guys, I thought about it long and hard. When your team's a one seed and you don't pick them to go to the Final Four, what are you doing? Are you a loser? Are you a nerd? Because I heard no one. I heard no one. No one give my Wolverines a shot to the Final Four. And I have sources in Arbor that say if Michigan makes it to the second weekend, which I'm firmly confident they will, Mr. Livers could be back in uniform. So, yes, oh. I am changing my pick. I am going Gonzaga, Michigan on the left side of the bracket, and I'm kicking the Baylor Bears out. Listen, this is going to be an interesting, Tone. I know you have my Final Four team now in the South, the Arkansas Razorbacks, losing as a three seed in the first round of Colgate. I'm advancing them into the Final Four. I'm kicking Baylor out. It's wow. going to be Arkansas, Illinois, Zaga, Michigan. I'm still going to stick with Illinois over Zaga in the final, but I can't not put my Wolverines in the final four when they're one seed. Come on. I'll talk about Kansas later when we break down their games because my best bet involves them. But KU is having some troubles with COVID. They're losing a lot of players, and I have them going to the Final Four. I did not do that in my bracket anymore. I took the Zags because I think Gonzaga, I think KU is the only threat to them in that bracket. And if KU is not at full health, they might not even make it to the second weekend. And also, Drew. I may have uh, killed Michigan a little bit earlier than I wanted to. That LSU matchup, if they get there, is not an easy matchup for a liversless Michigan. So I'd be a little bit worried about LSU pulling off an upset, and that might be something that Tony took in all the brackets he placed online. Dangles, do you have any big changes you want to make? 
Just uh, one that I'd bring up, and uh, it's really not its not even as big as, as y'all's. I, I've rethought my uh, consideration on Brigham Young getting into the Sweet 16. I do, think they lo- <laughs> I do think they lose to Texas in that second round game. Outside of that, I feel pretty good about everything else, uh, but I do, wanna, I do have uh, Texas going through over BYU into the Sweet 16. They still, I think, lose to Bama in the Sweet 16, uh, but that was one tweak that I kind of went back, and I was like, ah, I just I don't see Brigham Young beating Texas. All right, now let's move on to breaking down these regions one by one and we're going to start off with the south that colgate arkansas matchup because there's a lot of uh, upsets that we had on sunday in this round and we're going to see if the bets hold up so we're going into the south region baylor's region right after this west 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 coast gamblers hi this is comedian and writer and let's be honest i do a lot of things this is dean archipotis the host of whiskey business the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, right? And, yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? (laughs) The Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network. All right, let's break down these regions one by one with starting with the Baylor Bears. Now, a lot of us had Baylor going far in the bracket, but we're talking about lines against the spread over-unders, and I gave you each, I gave you each a task to bring me one Brinks truck bet out of this region. But before we get there, I'm sure you guys have feelers on a couple of these, a couple of leans. So before we get to the Brinks truck bet for the South region, let's go to Shea for the Sharp. What are you hearing? What are you feeling? Where are you leaning on this first round matchup for the South? Well, guys, you know, it's so funny when, and the, the word narrative is thrown around a lot in media, but the, it's so funny to, like you said, Tone, it's it's so funny how people grasp to these these ideas that, like for example, Texas Tech, right? I I like Utah State coming out of uh, to to win to to beat Texas Tech, but we're talking about a Chris Beard team that in two tournament appearances he's been dead nuts. Yeah, in, in the tournament now Texas Tech clearly isn't the same team that had Jared Culver and NBA talent, but however I looked at I wanted to bet Utah State here, but I mean four points just seems thin. Yeah. It just seems thin. Now I have been advancing, um, and same thing with Winthrop and Villanova. I have not heard one. Not one person give Villanova a chance. Now, of course, they have that huge injury, but let's not forget, they have Jay Wright. They have Jay Wright, and they've won two national championships the last seven years. You think they don't know, sitting in quarantine in Indianapolis, that no one is picking them? Yeah. I want to stay far away from that game. I'm sorry. I don't want to touch that game. So those are my two leans. However, I do have one lean. And it kind of goes into a prop. I know we're talking props later. I am taking an alternate spread in the Baylor Hartford game. Oh, I'm taking I'm taking Baylor minus twenty nine and a half the, for, for, to beat the Pimple Poppers, as Mister Cavallo would say. And I can get that price at plus one forty three. Okay, I like Baylor in a blowout. That's yep. gonna be my that's gonna be my my little zag here in this region. Baylor alternate spread minus twenty nine and a half at plus one forty three. 
I love that too. I, I, I'm Baylor minus twenty six was one of my leans. It's a bet I'm going to be taking. I've had this since the beginning. Just got I, I I've seen Hartford and I don't think Hartford they might be losing by thirty by the first whistle. Like I'm I'm worried about Hartford. I feel like there's going to be a lot of tears on that bench by the end of this. Like why are we even here? But hey, Baylor Bears all the way. I like the alternate spread though. If you really believe in Baylor, why not make it a little bit more fruitful for yourself? Dangles, you got any leans before we head into the uh, Brinks truck bet for this region? Ooh, leans, man. I don't, I, I don't know about that. I just came in ready for my, for my brink struck bet. I do agree with Drew. I'm staying far, far away from that Villanova uh, uh, Winthrop game. We were sorry, Dangles, but we were so excited to make these Winthrop picks, to make these UCSB picks, and I found it a little bit fishy when all three of us had Winthrop in the Sweet 16. But now we see pundits everywhere picking this. Our, it's you never want to do this in the NFL. We know that when there's the nobody believes in us team, when everyone thinks the Patriots are going to run over the Eagles in the Super Bowl, shit always happens. And I'm a little bit worried and this game is one of them this Villanova Winthrop matchup I might not touch it at all I might I might just lean back and say you know what I know Winthrop is a uh, plus 215 on the money line and I have them winning in my bracket but I don't know if I'm I might be a little bit worried and god forbid if I bet Nova going against my own gut like I don't know what to do Drew guys you got to remember too this is basketball right it's five on five we're not playing 11 on 11 with pads now these small schools of Winthrop typically when they're playing high level division one guys at five positions, most likely the person they're guarding is going to be probably stronger, faster, more skilled. You can't, you can't just throw away the competition level. Yeah, you know, Winthrop was 23-1. and one, But again, Villanova, this team won two national championships the last seven years. And it's just, going to be, it's just going to be very interesting. Now, saying that, Winthrop could absolutely win. They absolutely could win. They certainly could cover the spread. I just think a Jay Wright team, especially in quarantine when there's nothing to do in that hotel room, they've got to see all these pundits taking Winthrop, 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 Winthrop. So yeah. I agree with you. I, I, I think, I, you know, the best thing you can do uh, in March Madness, the best skill you can have is that yellow light, put on the brakes, just wait, 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 wait. And uh, I, I agree. I, I just think that's a stay away game for me. Now, you brought up Utah being plus four. You don't like taking that spread, but Utah is plus 160 on the money line. And I still feel like Utah State's going to beat Texas Tech. I have them in all my brackets. I'm definitely leaning taking that Utah State money line and riding with it because, again, Texas Tech six foot seven is their five is their uh, center right now. Utah State is a big team. I just think they're going to be able to beat them up down there. And there's no athletic difference between those two conferences. I think they match up pretty well. Dangles. One place I might look for a lean. I was uh, I was going to say, and you make about good points about both of those games. Uh, is the spread if you look at it? And I know it might sound crazy. In the Ohio State Oral Roberts game is sixteen and a half right now. A that's a really big number. B Oral Roberts has the top scorer in the nation in Max Abmus uh, and and. And Ohio State could be down one of its top defensive players in Kyle Young, who's been dealing with some concussions. So look, it might be even if Kyle Young does play, I still I still like Oral Roberts potentially to to cover that spread. It's not my Brinks truck bet, but I do like that just because it's such a big number and because you've got the best scorer in the nation on uh, uh, the Golden Eagles. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, Drew, any love for the Colgate Arkansas over? It's the highest one in the weekend, one sixty one. But these teams run up and down the floor. They both like to play at a fast pace I think if they hit shots they could hit this number and it'd be if the only thing that scares me is it's the second game of the of the day and so these kids are going to be playing at noon in their on their body clock so those those opening jump shots might be a little bit short and you got to hit them all if you want to hit 161 in a college game you're right Tony and I do have some love on this game but strangely enough I'm not taking the total for both teams I'm taking the total for one team oh Colgate is capable. They are definitely capable of staying in this game, covering the number, and potentially knocking off my Final Four team in the first round. However, 
They can't play defense. No. They cannot play defense. And nope. Arkansas can run up and down. If they make shots, I think they cruise this number. So I am probably going to sprinkle something on Arkansas's team total all the way up to 84.5. I like them to wow. score 85 points here. Wow. I really do. I, I, I think, I think, I think they can score 40. That's a bonkers college number. Well, listen, I, 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 think they're, I think they're good. When you obviously have to break down the math, that's 42.5 points, a half. And I think I think they cruise that. My only concern, and this is this is a little mini Schaefer Schaefer the Sharp school of gambling here. You have to be concerned about these spreads. Uh, if the game gets out of hand, especially in the first or second round, yeah. these teams, especially the high seeds, they're gonna they don't want to show much to the you know it's their first round. They want to save their legs. They want to save some of their personnel. So I've seen so many times in Vegas in the sports book, you take a total, you take an over, and it just bleeds the living hell out of you, sucks yeah. the life out of you as you watch a team take the air of the ball in the last 10 minutes. So be wary of that. However, I am going to have some love here. I'm glad you said that. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sprinkle something on Arkansas's team total, 84 and a half. All right, let's not belabor the point anymore. Let's get to the Brinkstruck bet for the South region. I will start because I want to teach a lesson that longtime listeners of this show have learned already, but new listeners might want to hear. We had a guest on this show not too long ago from the sportsbettingdime.com, and he told us, he told us the best thing you can do when you're trying to make a pick is shop the line. There are many places out there now that you can make a play, especially if online gambling is illegal in your state, like Drew's. And there are many different sports books. And on NCAA, there's a lot of games to play, and there's a lot of numbers out there. The number on this game, for me, switched almost a point and a half, depending on what sports book I went to. So if you go to FanDuel, and this is not a promotion for FanDuel, but if you go to FanDuel and you think like me that this Colgate-Arkansas game is going to be closer than Drew thinks and Colgate has a chance as a 14 seed to beat the 3 seed, they're going to have to keep it close. They're going to have to be in it. And my Brinks truck bet in this game, I think this is going to be a highlight real game. I love this game. I can't wait to see it unfold. I think Colgate has a chance to keep it close. And if you're giving me 9.5 points on FanDuel, 9.5 points, I'm playing Colgate plus 9.5 to keep it close opening round literally the second game of the day i can't wait i think virginia tech starts us off fuck that game turn on colgate arkansas enjoy yourself a win that's my brinks truck bet dangles you're shaking your head what's your brinks truck bet my friend well i mean i uh i I just think i i I think there's no way there's no way colgate shows up for this game there's absolutely no way do you know how many teams they played this year nope five they played five (laughs) other teams Army, Bucknell, Holy Cross, Boston University, and oh, Arkansas, and, and, Loy- and Loyola in the Loyola of Maryland in the conference tournament. This team, as our friend Joe Lenardi said, this team has never seen the level of athlete this season that they are gonna see in Moses Moody and this Arkansas team. They have absolutely no chance. And furthermore, I think that I think this game goes, uh, this game goes under, I, I've got, I, I think you could go the unders at once. I got it at 162 and a half yesterday. Uh, and I'm going to stick with that. I don't think there's any chance these teams put up 80 points, but I know you asked for an against the spread pick here, Tony. Um, yep. I, I after do you, think, after you just ruined mine, go for well, it. That's too, that's, uh, that's too bad. I, I, uh, I, I think Colgate, <laughs> I think Colgate loses, but I do think they cover the spread. So I'm taking them. That's at, what I said. That's, that's exactly what I just said. Is it? Oh, I must have missed I'm, I'm blowing up my microphone because I'm getting that. That's exactly what I just said. 
Colgate plus nine and a half is my Brings truck pick. If that's your Brings truck pick, Dangles, I'm throwing you off the put. You're in timeout. You're not talking for the next five minutes. You're on mute. No, it, it totally was my Brings truck pick. I oh, don't my think God. They hit the, I, don't just, I think they hit the under. They, They've only not- played five teams. They've only played five teams all year. They played I- Army, Bucknell, and my left foot. They have, they have only played five teams this year. Unbelievable. Drew, what do you say this Briggs truck segment, please? Both Dangles and I are on Colgate, even though Dangles hates Colgate. So I was on uh, Mr. Uh, Kendrick Perkins and our dear friend Gina's pod last week, and I gave out a big loser because I take... I took North Texas under in the first half. Now, North, North Texas is offensively challenged. Yes, okay? they are. Now, they decide to play Middle Tennessee State and sh- combine for 14 three-pointers in the first half. <laughs> Lottie frickin' da! But let's take a look at their point totals after Schaefer the Sharp bets him on a podcast in his debut. Uh, 61, 54, 61. They are playing the Purdue Boilermakers. That played in the Premier Conference in the nation. Purdue is tough as nails. Matt Painter, the last time we saw Purdue, they were a member of the tip Mbate uh, for Virginia at the buzzer yep. to force that game into overtime. Virginia goes on to win the national championship. Carson Edwards was red hot. I believe, I believe in my heart. I lean towards the under here at under 126 and a half. I might take an under on North Texas's team total. However, my backup the brink struck bet for this region, the South region, Purdue Boilermakers, Minus seven and a half against the North Texas Mean Green. I think this game is going to get out of hand. I think it might be a double-digit game at halftime, and Purdue milks this game away. I love Purdue. Minus seven and a half. That is the Brinkstruck bet for the South Region. I love it. And before we move on, you did bring up something I wanted to talk about. Are you interested at all, Schaefer the Sharp, or is it a dumb play to try and play these games by halves? Because you said yourself you're worried about teams bleeding out the clock. They don't want to rest their starters if they're beating them big. Is there any money at all to be made in playing, let's say, a first half over instead of a game over because you're worried about the end-of-game shenanigans or first half spread? You know, Tone, it, it's, it's a valid question, and I wish I had better insight. Of, of, co- of course there's money to be made, but yeah. it's, 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 it's so hard. I, I think especially with these, with these new venues and the fact they maybe haven't practiced the venues, I, I, I'm, a little, I'm a little concerned about any kind of totals in the first half yeah. going over because I think these teams might take a minute to warm up, might, get, might have to get their sea legs under them, get the shooting background down. But absolutely, I mean, this, you know, look, North Texas has not, they, their last five, the last seven halves after I made the bet, after I made the bet, their last seven halves combined team total with their opponents, the last seven halves, they're, they're, they're averaging 52 and a half points, 52 and a half points. This team cannot play offense. They move slow. And again, we talked about that athletic, that, that, that athletic difference. I think Purdue's going to wipe the floor with him. So I, I like him here for 40 minutes as opposed to 20 minutes. But as a general rule of thumb tone, if you like a team to win at 40 minutes, you can always sprinkle something in the first 20. Yeah. Yeah, there's no problem with that. Yeah. So maybe split your bet, maybe sprinkle a little bit on the first half. But for, for this game, I love Purdue minus 7.5. All right, that's it for the South. Dangles and I somehow are both on Colgate plus 9.5, and, and Drew is on Purdue minus 7.5. Those are your Brinks truck bets. Let's move on to the second slate of Friday games, the second region, the region where our champion, the three of us all picked Illinois, and they're coming up next. Dub C to the G, West Coast Gamblers. 
Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato and this is Pit Pass F1, a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday, we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview, and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts. Let's move on to the Midwest. These play- these players are also playing on Friday. His name is Coburn. He's on Illinois. I'm not taking that spread in the beginning game, though, because, again, those big spreads get wonky. And Drexel, you know, they're a little feisty. They're, they're a tiny little bit feisty. But Schaefer the Sharp, before we give our Brinks truck bets, do you have any leans on the eight Midwest opening round games? Because there's a couple of fun ones. Boys, uh, keep your pants on, but... I really like the orange here at plus three. I've 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 come I, I've come full circle. Yeah. I love Brian Dutch. I, I I love Brian Dutcher and SDSU, obviously former assistant for Steve Fish in the Fab Five. Um, however, you know Syracuse has that. They just have that feel of they're gonna win. I mean, I don't know what the record is in the first round the last couple of years, but it's it, it's been great. So I am definitely I am definitely leaning. Leaning Syracuse at plus three. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. So I was going to transition to another lean. I wasn't sure that was going to keep going on. Um, I was going to, as long so as you're that, talking about Jim Beheim winning in March, I'm going to sing that song in my head. So Syracuse is a good lean for me. I also lean Rutgers. They're the only, uh, they're the, they're the only higher seed team favored. I like the money line in that Clemson game. I would recommend not to watch that game. That's going to be a rock fight. Yeah, it's might sprinkle stay. something. Might might sprinkle something on the under there. Um and then something tells me that Oregon State slipper is going to absolutely shatter against Tennessee. Thank you. I'm not a big I'm not a big Oregon State uh believer. Um so I would lean Tennessee as well. So Dangles actually introduced us to a very fun knockout pool where you have to pick two winners. It's like, it's like when you're picking knockout in an NFL season each week. You have to pick two winners each day, and you can't pick the same team twice. And then when you get to the Sweet 16, you only have to pick one team for every day. My One of my picks is Tennessee. There's no chance Oregon State comes out Great and pick. beats Tennessee. Great there pick. is zero chance. Tennessee, Cuse is one of my leans at plus three, but I wasn't going to give that out as my Brinks truck bet because I'm not a complete homer. And I also, my, my Brinks truck bet, though, to, to, to go a little bit early on this because I don't have too many leans in the Midwest. There's a lot of spreads. I, I like the games that I'm going to see, but I don't have a lot of thoughts on what's going to happen. Tennessee minus seven and a half. I think they're going to kill them. I think Oregon State, the reason why they won the Pac-12 was because they hit over 50% of their three-pointers. I don't think that's going to happen against the length and strength of the Tennessee volunteer defense. I see Tennessee be- wiping the floor with this Oregon Oregon State team that was subpar against Pac-12 competition. Tennessee minus seven and a half 
is my Brinks truck bet for this region? Dangles, do you have any leans, or do you want to jump right to your Brinks truck bet as well? I think, uh, the, honestly, the only lean I have is uh, is Syracuse, plus 2.5 against San Diego State uh, at minus Thank 112. You. I think the line has moved up to 3 at this point, um, but I was able to get it at 2.5 yesterday. Look, we're feisty in March. Even if our squad doesn't have like a great season to show for it, remember, we made it to the Sweet 16 and is an 11 seed via a playing game back in 20, 2018, and to the Final Four is a 10 seed in 2016, the year uh, uh, that we had Malachi Richardson. So look, I think this team is competitive in March. They always are. San Diego State is is a team that can pour it on, but I love Cuse to cover that spread and win that first round game. Speaking of Syracuse making that Final Four, that's when Schaefer the Sharp, you, you have to find friends in your life that are as good to you as Schaefer the Sharp is to me. Because I was working that night where, where they were playing that Elite Eight matchup, and I was not able to watch it. I shut off my phone. I shut off all communication. I almost punched one of my coworkers when he tried to break the score to me because he knew I was from, I was went to Syracuse. And then I went to Drew's house afterwards, after the shift that night, and he had that game recorded for me. And I watched that game, unknowing what had happened in the game, and he knew what happened, but he sat there and watched it with me, with the group of guys, just so they could see my natural reaction to the Syracuse comeback win. What What a a guy. What a guy. Uh, You forgot forgot to tell the listeners that I lost significant money on that game. You, uh, you, lost, lost, like you, you, you had to watch dinner? that torture again. Anything for you, Tony Squares. You're such a nice guy. You're such a nice guy. So, Dangles, your Brinks truck bet is the Q's at plus three or plus two and a half. No, that was my lean. My, uh, oh. Brink, my That was just a lean. My Brinks truck bet, if we're going to go there, uh, is Georgia Tech also plus two and a half against Loyola uh, Chicago at minus 108. It's now a four and a half point spread. Uh, but Ooh. I think if, if Georgia Tech can beat Florida State, they can beat Sister Jean no problem. Georgia Tech, by the way, did beat Florida State in the ACC championship game. Loyola Chicago lost its only game against a Power 5 school this year uh, in Wisconsin, and they've only played one other tourney team this year, and that's Drake, who's in a play-in game. So that means they were on the bubble, Drake. So look, uh, yeah, I think Georgia Tech plus 2.5 against Loyola Chicago. I think they win that game outright beyond covering the spread. That is my Brinks truck bet for the Midwest. And you said it slipped all the way to 4.5 in Loyola's favor. That's correct, which, uh, which means that people are losing faith in Georgia Tech for some reason. I'm not sure why that's the case but uh georgia tech won the acc like yes. i understand virginia missed you know they had to step out duke had to step georgia tech beat some damn good teams this year yes i don't know why loyola is I, I i might take georgia tech plus four and a half as well dangles what do you have drew i have insight on that fellas and uh i'm gonna piggyback off my friends dangles here because my best bet is also the georgia wow. tech yellow jackets at plus four and a half not two and a half plus four and a half and i i have some insight of why that spread is going up. There mm. has been a member of Georgia Tech's traveling party oh, no. that has tested positive oh. for the coronavirus. Un- however, 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 uh, it is unclear if it is a contributor or a personnel member. So, again, I don't care. I'm making up the rules here. This is a caveat. As long as that member yeah. is not Moses Wright yeah. or their point guard, Jose Alvarado, yeah. that will be my Brink Trucks bet at plus four and a half. But I think that's the reason the spread is moving. There's a member of other traveling party that has COVID, so we will see. And, Tony, just make a note. If if that is the case, if one of their starters is out, I'll, I'll make Tennessee my Brink's truck bet. However, I love this Georgia Tech uh, spread dangles. I'm right with you. Um, I think this team is hot. I think Josh Patner not only has experience as a coach, 
um, at Memphis. He's he's got remember he's got experience as a player at Arizona. Yep. Played under Lute Olson. I really like this coaching matchup. I think Loyola. This game, this spread is under one thirty, guys. Four and a half is a lot of points for a spread under one thirty. Yeah. And again, I'm not taking them to win. I'm taking them to cover four and a half. There's so many opportunities there for them to cover. And I know we were kind of rough on Sister Jean last week, so I'm not going to be too rough. But I'm saying <laughs> this is a win-win. This is a win-win because if Georgia Tech wins, you know, we get our money and we're happy. However, if you know, if Loyola wins, we get some more Sister Jean content. She is there. She is vaccinated, guys. Big news. Sister Jean is vaccinated. That's good. She will be present. We just yeah, said she, Georgia Tech has the COVID. She looks good for exactly. 101. She does. And again, I hope after this game, she'll be back at her residence eating graham crackers and drinking orange juice, drinking apple juice and watching Murder, She Wrote. I believe that will happen. So Georgia Tech plus four and a half. I think she's more of a Matlock gal. That's it for the Brinks truck beds. Drew and Dangles both take Georgia Tech plus four and a half. Drew has a caveat that he might come over to my side for Tennessee minus seven and a half. Those are my picks to make us money on a Friday night. Or say, yeah, Saturday. Now we're moving on to Saturday. Now we're moving on to the fun stuff. Let's hit up the East, Drew. It's your boys. Go blue. West Coast Gamblers. All right, Drew, go blue. It's your turn, my guy. Michigan is the one seed in the East, and they have, in my opinion, the toughest slate, the toughest region out of all the one seeds. In my opinion, I think they lose to LSU in that second-round matchup, but we're not there yet. We're trying to make money in the first round, okay? We're trying to make our listeners money, make ourselves money. Tony Turney is here. Let's break down the East. Shea for the Sharp, my friend, before we give out our Brinks truck bets, our guarantees, do you have any leans for Saturday? Uh, absolutely, Mr. Tony Squares. I do. And this is something that we talked about Sunday night, um, you know, fresh off the bracket reveal and impulsive. Guys, Georgetown sucks. They are not good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say this. They're not good. Colorado, Pac-12. You never have to apologize I, for shitting on Georgetown on this podcast. It is 720 I mean, on the West Coast, and Georgetown still sucks. I, I've completely flipped on this. Um, I think Georgetown might be fat and happy, happy of their Big East run. So I would lean I would lean pretty heavy here on Colorado. Interesting enough, um, I also heard, I know, Tony, that you like Sparty to get through the, the uh, UCLA I do. Um, to beat BYU. However, I did hear from a good source. One of the biggest um, advantages, advantage plays of the f- first round is if, it's a big if, if UCLA can get past uh, Michigan State, um, UCLA matches up very, very well against BYU. If UCLA plays BYU, um, I might have to do a sprinkle on UCLA. And uh, honestly, boys, that's that's kind of it for for my lanes. We already talked to kind of like St. Bonaventure. Um, obviously, Michigan's line is not out yet uh, because they're playing the winner of the Mount and Texas Southern. Yep. Um, but I, I am excited for my backup that brings struck bet here. I think it's a slam dunk. I'm right there with you on Colorado. It's minus four and a half on FanDuel, and I really, really like Colorado versus Georgetown. I'll be taking that spread. It's not – I actually – out of all the regions, this is the one where I'm probably going to be spending the most money because I think there's a lot of a lot of games that I think are locks. Colorado minus four and a half being one of them. I love LSU. I think those athletes are going to beat up the Bonnies. I, I think St. Bonaventures is a great squad. They, you know, it's a well coached squad. It's a well coached team, but it's athletes. LSU has NBA players on it, and they're going to beat the crap out of St. Bonaventures. That shouldn't be the, as close of a spread as it is. And uh, I don't want to go too crazy because Texas is in my Final Four. Okay, Texas is in my final four. 
But do you know that the only team in the nation that's top 20 in three-point percentage and also the number one defensive team efficiency-wise? It's Albaline Christian. And that spread being at plus nine and a half. I don't know, my friends. I think this might be a little bit closer of a game than people think. I'm not giving it as a lock because it's Albaline F and Christian against the Texas Longhorns. But I'm telling you, the numbers match up for Albaline. Now, I don't know if they've played five teams like Colgate. I have no idea who they've played. But the numbers really like Albaline Christian. And there's a chance they keep it within 10 as the spread concurs. Those are some of my leans. My my lock, though, is my lock of the weekend. So before we get to the Brinks truck bet dangles, do you have any leans in the East? It's weird to say this, but I'm actually I'm actually kind of leaning on potentially Iona covering their 16 and a half spread against Alabama. Rick Pitino in the tournament. I mean, is it is it crazy to want to bet on Rick Pitino in the tournament? Yes, it is. No, not at all. See, yes, okay, there all. you go. I don't think it's that he crazy is at all. Eighty-seven years old. Who cares? He will be he will be awake for seventy-two straight hours at that point. <laughs> There's no chance they're going to win and a half. That is a big number. Uh, Iona's a good shooting team. I, I I don't think it's a terrible I don't think it's a terrible bet. I wouldn't go uh, but I wouldn't go plus 15 for Grand Canyon against Iowa. I'd stay far 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 away uh, from that. But I don't mind that 16 and a half uh, against Iona. Um, I agree with you on the Colorado game. I think that's a lock. I think Georgetown sucks. Even if I didn't hate Georgetown because of where I went to school, I would still think that they weren't capable of beating this uh, uh, this Colorado team. Grand Canyon's interesting because usually these two matchups it's like you know the two has all the size and the 15 has some you know they have some pride and some cool you know maybe they could do it Grand Canyon's a big team and Grand Canyon also is very high in the def- def- uh, defensive efficiency rankings so it's going to be interesting to see if Garza can do what he normally does against two other seven footers it's going to be an interesting matchup Schaefer the Sharp you said you had a Brinks truck lock. You said you had something to give us. Let's make the listeners money. What is your East Region Brinks truck bet of the week? Well, guys, I'm going to try to draw from some tournament experience here. I've been I've been doing this for a long time, uh, over half my life now. And do we remember when John ja Morant sent the world on fire a couple years back, and he was dunking all over the place, and people were going absolutely nuts, and. Uh, they they smoked their first round opponent and then they were such a popular pick Murray State yep. to beat Florida State yep. and what Florida State did they absolutely hammered a superior inferior sorry an athletic inferior team yep. Florida State is big they have ten guys that average between four and thirteen points a game I think this is one of my biggest physical mismatches of the tournament. I want to make this almost my favorite play of the of the first round. I'm just going to even it out for you, though. UNC's Greensboro, I think they're going to look across from the person they're guarding and be like, who the hell is this guy? And Florida State has depth. And I they think do. if you're giving me if you're giving me 10 points, because yeah. I did, I, I bought that half point at minus 122. I, I got Florida State at minus 10. If you're giving me 40 minutes for Florida State to get a margin of 10 or plus points, I don't like it. I don't love it. I gotta have it. This is the Cold Stone Creamery lock, baby. Florida State, the Knolls, minus ten. I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna. I'm gonna buy it down from ten and a half at minus one twenty two. That is my backup. The Brinks truck bet. Florida State minus ten. See, Drew, you talked about. You started off your 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 description here talking about an NBA prospect coming back and just dunking on fools in the NCAA tournament. I thought you were gonna steal my pick. I thought you were going to go where I was going. I love your Florida State pick. There's nothing against it. Scotty Barnes, NBA player coming off the bench for Florida State. It's insane the depth that they have. UNC Greensboro, thank you for coming. Your flight's later that night. But the team I'm going to take, 
has to do with a big injury guy coming back for this team. And this is an NBA prospect. This guy is going in the lottery next NBA draft. And that's James Bonite of UConn. This guy is a monster when it comes to the guard position. He is a slasher. He is a dunker. He is a shooter. He is an offensive weapon. And I think this guy just does... I think this guy does just enough to take UConn over the hump, over a not-so-great Maryland team, a middle-of-the-road Maryland team. If James Bonite wasn't there, this is a much closer matchup. James Bonite being in that match destroys, destroys the hopes and dreams of Maryland. UConn minus three is my lock of the weekend. I think UConn blows this team out, and I actually think UConn gives Iowa some trouble in the second round based on the back of Danny Hurley, who's a great coach, and Bonite, who's an NBA prospect, guaranteed pro. UConn minus three is my Brings truck better the week. Dangles, what do you got? Well, Tony, uh, you talked about the uh, uh, how much you like this LSU team uh, on uh, our previous show, our, our Brackets and Brews show. Uh, and I'm so little- sorry, Dangles. I'm an idiot. I still think UConn gives the two-seed trouble, but it's not Iowa. <laughs> it's <laughs> uh, Alabama. There, yeah, there you go. Okay. Okay. Uh, no, 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 no worries. So, uh, yeah, you, you I, I know you like this LSU team. Uh, and I, I, I mean, I think they're a very athletic team. They have one of the best offenses in college basketball. Um, but I'm rolling with the St. Bonaventure team, man. I liked them in our last show. I like nice them now. Things. I like, I like them now. Uh, I got them at plus one and a half against LSU plus one and a half. I'm picking this upset on my bracket anyway. So I'm going to lay it down on the point in the hook here. I think they beat this LSU team. Uh, uh, I, th- I think they beat this LSU team, but I think if they do lose, it comes down to like a buzzer beater. That's the thing. I, the, I think Drew got so excited that you would take in the Bonnies because that's who he wants Michigan to play in the second round. I think LSU is a scary team, and I think they're getting a little bit underrated. This You're team made a run in their conference tournament. They are an athletic, and I, I think Wade's a good coach. I think there's a chance. I, I don't see St. Bonnie's matching up well against them. Shay for the Sharp, who would you rather see, the Bonnies or LSU in round two? Bonnies. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. But Dangles has the Bonaventures at plus one and a half. I have UConn at minus three. And then they're going to jump regions to play Iowa in the second round. Schaefer the Sharp has Florida State minus 10, buying the extra half a point. But let's move on now to the final region. The final region. Before we give out some futures funds, we got to talk about Kansas. We're going to the West. Dub C to the G, West Coast Gamblers. The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert Warren Buffett once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel. Okay, guys, I told you at the beginning of this podcast that I've changed my bracket that I gave out on Sunday. Kansas is no longer in my final four because they are missing two people from this opening round and very likely in the second round if they make it that far. David McCormick is missing. He was their third leading scorer, second leading rebounder. And then they're missing their freshman phenom as well, who was their second leading scorer and leading rebounder. I'm a little bit worried about Kansas. I will say, When it comes to leans, I'm going to give one of my leans first. Kansas minus 10.5 is going to happen. I don't know if you watch Eastern Eastern Washington, but Drew, we've played pickup basketball in the past, and they have a guy in in, uh, Eastern Washington named Tanner Groves. He's their leading scorer, leading rebounder, and that man 
is me from pre-quarantine pickup days. He has the headband with the puff of hair. He has the big-ass beard. He has the short shorts and the high socks and a big old tummy. And he just has post moves that are as slow as molasses. Now, Eastern Washington was able to do that against the opponents that they had, but they're not going to be able to do that against Kansas. Kansas minus 10 in this first round is a guarantee. That's Tony's lean for the day. It's going to happen. I'm going to be betting money on it. But Kansas in the future, it gets a little bit dicey. And that might give you an inkling on what my favorite future bet is so far in this tournament dangles do you have any leans for the west or should we just go right to shea for the sharp i don't have any leaves leans here uh, i i kind of like you know i kind of like this bracket the way it is let's just move right on to our brinks all right Schaefer. now i have to say ucsb plus seven is sitting there for us we all liked ucsb to beat creighton but again we're talking about stuff like there's a yellow light on this now Everyone can't be right. Everyone can't pick this correctly. Did, are you touching USB, US, UCSB plus seven? I'm going to consider it a strong, stronger than average lean tone at UCSB. I also like USC uh, to, to cover whoever they play that Wichita State Drake game. I, 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 I do like USC um, uh, going into the tournament. However, I do have to talk. A little bit about the Kansas Eastern Washington, because like you, um, I don't really have a feel for the end result. However, we know that Kansas is in quarantine. We know that they haven't been practicing. I think they come out flat. I really think they come out flat. I like Eastern Washington at plus five and a half in the first half. In the mm, first half. Mm. I think I think Kansas, I think this is one of those halftime bets where you can take advantage of a Kansas not practicing, coming out flat. Maybe they're not as motivated without you know the packed crowd or the prestigious Kansas teams of the past. And Bill Self, Bill Self's face is red as a cherry, and he's barking. <laughs> and they kind of sleepwalk through the first half, and it's an under five point game, and they pull away in the second half. So that is a strong lean for me. I like Eastern Washington plus five in the first half. Now, is there that means to me that there might be a chance for Old Tone to make a live bet at halftime and take Kansas to Correct. come back and win this game. That might be the play I make. Thank you for thinking of that because. That might be what I do. Because, again, all you got to do is Google the name Tanner Groves, and you're going to see the leading scorer for Kansas's opponent. And you're going to want to take Kansas minus 10 immediately. So let's just get to the Brinks truck bet of this region in the West. Dangle, start us off. Where are you going for this Brinks truck bet in our final region? Well, I know you said everybody can't be right. I know you said it's a little bit dodgy, but I am going to that Creighton-UCSB game. I there love you go. the Gauchos. Be a man. UCSB, the Gauchos, have one loss since December 28th, and they've had very consistent play uh, from their Oregon State transfer star, Ja'Cory McLaughlin. I think this makes he his play makes this more than achievable against Creighton. And now, you know, teams are different from year to year, of course, but... Creighton as a university is a 12 and 22 overall record in the NCAA tournament. They haven't made it farther than the round of 32 since 1974. This is just not a team I want to bet on in March. I'm taking the Gauchos to cover the spread at plus seven. I had it. I think it's down to six and a half now. I got it at plus seven yesterday at minus 110. I love it. I love it, Dangles. You have to, sometimes you just have to say, this is my gut. This is where I'm going. I don't care if everyone else is on this wagon, we're all going to win money together. Shea for the sharp. What do you have for your lock, your Brinks truck bet for the West? Well, guys, again, I was hesitant to to go this way because I hate getting a bad number, as you know. I can't stand it, and I got a bad number here. And typically, over time, you're going to not win the majority of your bets. However, my best bet, my back of the Brinks truck bet for this region is the mid American champion, Ohio Bobcats, getting <laughs> seven and a half against Virginia. 
I just I just don't believe in this Virginia team. Much like Texas Tech this year, the the, the Virginia team that won the national championship had what? How many pros? DeAndre Hunter, yeah. Ty Jerome, yeah. Kyle Guy. They had pros I, on that I team. Would, I wouldn't call they, Ty Jerome a pro, but he is playing for the NBA right now. Hey, well, his profession is a professional basketball player. Very his true. occupation is a professional basketball player. He's a pro. So, so future Eric I Dievendorf. Just, again, and Virginia, same same type of category as Kansas, sitting in sitting in uh, um, Dangles. Help me out, Charlottesville. Yeah, sitting in stuck. Charlottesville. They're stuck. Yeah, not not practicing. Uh, I just I just think again in, in a team that's that's you know already challenged to put up points. I think seven and a half against an Ohio team that can shoot. I think Ohio wins this game if they even shoot moderately okay from the three-point three point land. And getting seven and a half, I love it. I hate that it was at 10 and it got gobbled up in a matter of minutes and it got all the way down to seven and a half. I hate that. I hate it. Shaver yeah. the Sharp hates that. However, yeah. I bet it at seven and a half. It's already in my bet log. Ohio, plus seven and a half. Back up the big strike. I like it. They've won 9 of 10 heading into the tournament. All five of their starters average double figures. And again, we don't know who's going to show up when it comes to Virginia. We don't know who has contract tracing. We don't know who's going to be available. It's going to be an interesting group. So that's Dangles' pick. That's Shea for the Sharps pick. I've saved mine for last because I really love this pick. Did you guys know that the nine-seed Mizzou beat one-seed Illinois, beat two-seed Bama, and beat three-seed Arkansas on the season? But did you also know that they ended the season three and six in their last nine games, losing uh, in four of those games, they gave up 80 points or more. And did you know Oklahoma's hitting their stride just at the right time? Do you know Austin Reeves leads their team and was an all uh, first team Big 12 player? Brady Manick is shooting the three like a like a prime Dirk Nowitzki. I am ready for Oklahoma. In fact, I'm ready to say, oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. I've got a wonderful feeling that everything is going my way. Oklahoma minus two is my back up the Brink truck bet for the Western region. I love it. I'm, I'm full of eight nines. I've never hit eight nines correctly in my life, and I feel so good about my eight nine matchups this year. And that's it for our regional bets. But before we move on, we've made money on the podcast. We've given you guys a bet for every region. We've given you guys a first four bet. We have some overs. We have some totals because you can play those two really quickly, guys. Do you have a Brinks truck bet for any over on the weekend? Dangles, any over or under you want to take that is a guarantee hit? All right. Well, let's. Uh, I, I've got one of each. Is that uh, does, does that work? I'll throw one of each out there. I already mentioned my under, uh, which is the Colgate Arkansas under at one sixty two and a half. Again, uh, don't be fooled. It's a it's a rookie move, first timer move to get fooled by the Colgate's fourteen and one record. Don't look at their overall record. They've played five teams this year. Let me reiterate that five teams. Uh, I think the under is an absolute lock for that game, and my over. Believe it or not, as much as I it scares me to be saying this and betting an over in a Syracuse game, I'm betting the over I looked at, at 139 and a half in this Syracuse San Diego State. I just feel like this is going to be a high-scoring game. The Aztecs are Buddy always Bayheim. a team that pours it on. Yeah, and Buddy Bayheim and Quincy Garrier are are likely to go off as well and can go off at any time. I think that over at 139 and a half is an absolute lock. So again, Syracuse San Diego State over 139 
nine and a half. I got that at minus 108. Uh, and then Colgate and Arkansas under 162 and a half, also minus 108. Okay. I Taking like that. Taking a Syracuse over in the tournament literally makes me want to throw up. It just, Dude, I know. I know. And I, I'm with you. See, I'm I, th- with you. I think if that game goes over, San Diego State wins. So I'm not going to take that because it goes against what I want to happen. But I see you, Dangles. Buddy Bayheim, baby. <laughs> you got to love the alliteration. Uh, I only took an over. Because, again, I'm hoping for points on NCAA. I, I, I make enough money on unders when, during the NFL season. I don't want to root against unprofessional basketball players. I want to root for points. I want to root for fun. Did you guys know Liberty is 11th in the nation in three-point shooting? Did you guys know Liberty is 8th in the nation in uh, offensive efficiency? And did you guys know Oklahoma State has the number one overall pick, Cade Cunningham, running their team? I love the over in that game. Over 140, OK State, Liberty. I don't know if Liberty's going to, you know, a lot of people have Liberty as a sexy pick, a sexy upset pick i do know they can shoot the lights off i like the over 140 in that game it's going to be up and down very excited for that shay for the sharp tony i'm impressed with that i might have to jump on that with you my friend well done um yes i have i've already spoke on my purdue north texas under lean at 126 and a half might sprinkle something um on North Texas under points and uh, win the bet and send a screenshot to our friend Kendrick Perkins to make sure he knows <laughs> I don't completely suck. Um, I like. Uh, I also like another lean in the Virginia Tech Florida under one thirty five. I think. Uh, I think those two teams are going to struggle to score and that's kind of a knock them out, drag them game. However, my best bet. Uh, for an under, um, we talked about Texas Tech. We talked about Utah State. I lean Utah State with the points, but I do think their size is going to give Texas Tech troubles. And I also just think this is going to be a game where points are going to be tough to come by. I got this total at 132. It's going to be my best under of the first round. Texas Tech, Utah State under 132. I'm not going to mess with the spread. I'm just going to go for missed shots and you know some bad some bad basketball so that is my best under bet for the week for, okay. the, for the first round so those are our overs those are our unders oh you have your however over. oh yeah no this is this is my favorite total of the first round oh okay as we as we mentioned the ohio state fuck guys thank you evergreen play oral bob uh oral roberts effectively known as oral bob these two teams they cannot guard anybody, and Ohio State can put up points, and I think Oral Bob will compete with them for a little bit in the first half. I don't know about the spread. However, over 157, I think Ohio State can legitimately put up 90. I mean, they put up 80-something points against Michigan. I think Oral Bob can keep pace. My best over, Ohio State, Oral Roberts, over 157. Oral Bob is a uh, uh, just an A-plus porn star name. <laughs> That, that's well said, Dangles. <laughs> and again, I have to mention we are a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Now, before we move forward, we've given out our over-unders, we've given out our against-the-spread picks, we've given out our first four picks, but now's the time to make a future bet if you want to. Now's the time to say, hey, I think this team's going to win it all. Now, Schaefer the Sharp gave us a pointer on if you think a, a favorite is going to win it all, you might as well just bet their money line parlay all the way to the end. I personally wouldn't mind putting a little dabble on Texas at plus 2,000. I think they have a chance to be in there, and then you can hedge it if you want to, but... Before we get there, I know I have one future that I'm looking at. Do you guys have any futures, any long shots, any things you want to take before we get into Sunday? We, we, we all heard me talk about the mechanical parlay, rolling over the money line, yep. blah, blah, blah. However, I'm looking at this West region, and I'm looking at a Gonzaga team that potentially has to play uh, a Kansas team, a Virginia team, a Creighton team, um, and then Just Iowa, push-overs. obviously— 
I, 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 Iowa could cause them some issues, but I think if anything, Iowa just needs to play perfect basketball, and Garza has shown if you can guard Garza one-on-one, which Gonzaga will be able to do, Iowa's not that good. So I, this is, you know, this is unchar- uncharacteristic of me, but I, I made this bet. I laid minus 230 for Gonzaga to make it out of the West region to go to the Final Four. Gonzaga minus 230 just to make it to the Final Four. One of my best bets of the tournament. I know that means you got to lay $2.30 for every dollar you win. I think the value is through the roof here. And just so you know, the mechanical parlay wouldn't work in this sense because you're literally not going to get any value the first round or second round. So I'm taking Gonzaga to come out of the West to make the Final Four minus 230. Now, there are some fun bets out there you can take depending on what book you're looking at. You can take a will a 12 seed beat a 5 or will a 13 seed beat a 4. Now, you have to be careful with those because those numbers might look juicy on the yes or no side. But if you actually do the math, like for instance, will a 13 beat a 4? If you say no, that means all the 13s are going to lose. You'll actually make more money if you do a four-game parlay with all the four-seed money lines. So just be careful when you're out there trying to make this work. I will say this, though. On FanDuel, there's a very interesting one. It's will a 14, 15, or 16 seed win a game? Yes or no? Both are pretty even money. If you're unlike me and you think Colgate's the Colgate's of the world, the Eastern Washington's of the world, they have no chance. They have no chance. Yes, you're taking technically a 12-team parlay, but you're taking the one, the twos, and the threes. Drew's already talked about last week how the ones and twos just put them through. It doesn't happen. They don't lose. And then the three seeds as well. If you think Kansas, Arkansas, those teams are they're, they're surefire locks, it's even money to say that a 14, 15, 16 seed will not win win a game there's also even money if you want to take they will win a game but you're much better betting the money line on those individual teams in that regard dangles tony i'm not sure if you guys you know i this is a podcast we, we try to talk in units and not money right we we don't we we don't know your financial prowess we don't know what you're wagering on this and, and nor, nor do we care we we, we just <laughs> yeah, we just we want you either. to win we just some want money you to make more than you have now. however don't tell my wife she doesn't listen to the show so it doesn't matter <laughs> there is a prop on DraftKings, that is literally my favorite prop that I've ever seen in any tournament. And I will be giving this on Gina Paradiso's podcast tomorrow. Will a one seed lose? The no is minus 1,000. I can't think of a better way to spend your stimulus check from Uncle Sam. Take the $1,400 place it on the ones to not lose a game, that's 140 bucks. Now I know that's going to make people's that that's going to make people, you know, grow hair on their knuckles and shake their knees. I can't get over that. That doesn't even seem right. It doesn't even seem right to me. How is that a thing? How is that a thing? And I'll tell you why it's a thing cuz no one's going never's going to see the minus 1000 and go, "Oh my god, you have to spend $10 to win a dollar." No way. That is the cold stone lack of the world. If for whatever reason, a 16 seed wins. I'm just going to quit the podcast. Gonna I'm never going to gamble again. This is coming quit the back. Podcast. This I, is I the just, final episode the of Shape of the Sharp. Thank you for joining yeah, us. Yeah. You've given us a lot of years of your life. Uh, we wouldn't we really be here if it you, wasn't buddy. for you, Drew. But yeah. uh, this is that that bet. If it doesn't, if if it for some reason did not hit, we the would, we would are not gonna be get able you. to do the podcast anymore. The, the whiteheads minus, are going to get you in Hartford. Minus one thousand. Book it. That, I'm, I'm, I'm placing it. I don't care. I'm, I'm going to send you a Drexel no, Dragon shirt. No, no married man in his right mind would place that bet. No married man oh, who placed. has not just recently had an ice pick lobotomy would place that the bet. The worst part is, Dangles, his team is a one seed. 
His team is a one seed. He is jinxing his own team. If Michigan loses to a 16 seed and makes me lose that bet, I will sit on this tumbler. All right, before we leave, before we go. Oh, Dangles, did you have futures no, you have I to give out? I did have some futures. All right, let's go. Rifle through it. We got a long really show. Quickly. Um, Big Ten uh, Conference to win the national title. Big Ten plus 175. Michigan, Illinois, Ohio State, Iowa. All high seeds, plus money. There's five other teams also in the tournament from the Big Ten. It's a numbers bet. Under one and a half number one seeds in the final four, plus 155. Since the NCAA expanded the tournament, this has been the case about 43% of the time. It's happened 15 times. Uh, two number one seeds have gone 13 times, 37%. All four have only gone once. None have gone twice. I love that bet under one and a half. All right, last one before we wrap it up. I know it's been a long show. There's a lot of numbers thrown at you, but we're trying to make you money. We did well in the Super Bowl when it was just props after props after props. We've done the research on this, and we got winners, folks, and I'm excited to see what our records are at the end of this. But, Drew, I have to ask you, the Big Ten, the Big 12, those have the most entrance into this field. Which do you prefer is the more powerful conference? The Big Ten, as Dangle said, Michigan, Illinois, Iowa, uh, Ohio State. Big 12 is Baylor, Texas, West Virginia, KU. Which would you see as the more powerful t- uh, conference this year? Well, clearly I'm biased because I live in Big Ten country and I root for a Big Ten team. Um, I think those are the two premier conferences, but I would lean Big Ten. So in the Big Ten, there is a prop out there right now over or under five and a half teams to make the round of 32. That's a lot of teams. But the first four are gimmies. Michigan, Illinois, Iowa, Ohio State, one and two seeds. Drew already said Purdue is one of his best bets, so that's your fifth team right there. And then you need one other team out of Wisconsin, Rutgers, Maryland, or Michigan State to make the round of 32. That yes is minus 112. So you're pretty much getting okay. even money. Again... It's, it's a six-team parlay, essentially, is what you're taking, but you have options to lose. You need one of these teams, Wisconsin, Rutgers, Maryland, or Michigan State, to make the second round. And that, again, is even money. If you think the Big 12's better, it's the same number for them, over five and a half. Now, I don't think they have the strength at all, but you have Baylor, Texas, West Virginia, pretty much gimmies. You also have KU and OK State to make your five teams. And then it's Texas Tech and Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma's a gimme, but again... People are worried about Liberty over OK State. People are worried about Kansas in the beginning. I'm very much worried about Texas Tech. The no on that to have essentially five teams or less is plus 115. So again, just something to think about, little dabbles, little little fruits, little ways to make you money. But that's all we have for the chock Tony. full of picks opening round show. What do you got, Drew? Sorry, very quickly. I love that Purdue lean. Purdue one of my one of my futures plus 100 even money for Purdue to make the sweet 16 and i'm going to sprinkle something on the Oregon Ducks at plus at plus 500 to make the elite 8 ooh i like that i have a bunch of usc shit i'm i'm i could not be more against usc right now the, for them not to make the sweet 16 is a nice bet i like to take too but we've given out too much We've thrown so much at our listeners. They have to take our Brinks truck bets, our overs, our futures, all of the above. And again, first four bets at the top. We're making money starting immediately. Mount St. Mary's is the first bet that we gave out on this show. We got a lot of feelers from Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, for Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer, Kirkson. My name is Tony Cavallo. We are the West Coast Gamblers. We are here to make you money. A proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network until they hear about how we make fun of Ohio every single show. That's the end of it. Thank you for listening. Who you betting on? Always on black bat stats in the pocket hole, squad fast cash. Send the bookie, tell him bring it from the bag. No, we coming for the bag.
to the G, West Coast gang. Who you betting on? Always on black, fast stacks in the pocket, whole squad, fast cash. Send the bookie, tell him bring it from the bag. Know we coming for the bag. Sets up deep in the pocket, goes down the field for Smith. Oh, he got it! Smith, touchdown, 85 yards! Dub C to the G, West Coast gamblers. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 